You only have one life to live, so get the most out of it. On Good Life, Great Life, join me, Brian Highfield, and my guests as we share success stories, habits, mindsets, and lessons learned by successful people. These lessons are not taught in schools, but are critical for getting ahead in life. Whether you want a successful business or career, optimal health, or a lifestyle that most people just dream of, Good Life, Great Life has you covered. After retiring from a successful corporate career in my 40s, I founded multi-million dollar businesses in the sports and healthcare arenas. Now, I help everyday people maximize their lives and speak regularly at seminars, on podcasts, and radio shows to share principles on the topics of health, wealth, and happiness. Don't let a good life get in the way of a great life. Join me today on Good Life, Great Life. Well, welcome to another episode of Good Life, Great Life, where we try to help you turn your good life into a great life. And today we have with us Robin Graham. Welcome to the program, Robin. Hey, Brian. Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. For sure. And Robin is a business mentor and mindset coach, and she helps a lot of entrepreneurs out there. But Robin, can you just take a few minutes and describe a little bit about your background and tell our audience what you're all about? Sure, absolutely. So Brian, I started my career with a doctorate in pharmacy. So I did the corporate thing for many years. And when we moved to PA from St. Louis, my company didn't have a role for me here. And, you know, back then virtual wasn't quite what it is today. So I started consulting. I did medical writing and consulting for pharmaceutical companies, managed care companies, marketing companies, and tried to, I guess, basically I was a liaison between all of these um, companies and wrote some continuing education articles, enduring pieces, all that kind of thing. So doing that for many years, and as our children were getting older, my oldest was in sixth grade, and the two boys were playing travel sports. We had a toddler. Um, My daughter was still young. Our nanny became ill. We had no family support here, and we were like two ships passing in the night. My husband has the same degree, traveling 50% globally, and we just looked at each other and said, this is insane. We can't keep up with this pace, and we were starting, the anxiety levels in our home were rising rapidly, and um, our oldest son was starting to show significant signs of anxiety, and having had anxiety my entire life, I just was not going to let him let, I wasn't going to be responsible for his, him having to have the same sort of lifestyle with anxiety that I had had. So we decided that I would take a step back and I would follow my passion and become a professional photographer. And that's what I did. So for 11 years, I ran a very successful photography business. I focused on headshots and branding photography. And through the course of my work, I realized that many people are one feel stuck in what they're doing and don't have the guts say per se to just take a leave from this life that they feel is so mundane and they're not really happy in, or they were already trying to become an entrepreneur, but they didn't have the business savviness that they needed to build a personal brand and build a foundation for long-term success. They were kind of doing everything piecemeal. And so I started consulting with them as I was giving them their beautiful images for their website, their social media posts that they didn't know what to do with. Mm. And so that led me to learn more and more that people just really didn't have the concept of what it meant to build a brand before trying to market and sell themselves as a business. So I became a certified brand strategist. And today I am 
strictly a business coach, mindset coach. I help my clients navigate all of those mindset barriers while helping them create a brand marketing strategy so that they can take intentional action to build a solid foundation for long-term success. So they don't have to backpedal and spend a ton of money on things that aren't going to produce results for them. That's, and so there, there's a lot in there and I want to, I want to kind of pick some parts uh, and talk more about, I mean, start talking about where people feeling stuck right now. And I, I think that's a common feeling. I mean, I think it's contributing to the great resignation right now where, mm-hmm. and, and which isn't slowing down by the way. Um, but people do feel stuck and don't know what to do next. So how do you help them navigate out of that place of uncertainty and to taking that leap of faith and doing and uh, something that's more in line with, with what they're passionate about. So, you know, Brian, I always start when, when people are telling me that they, they just aren't sure what they should do and, and I think that is where people get stuck Mm -hmm. and they stay in a position because they have security, they have benefits, they have all of these things Mm -hmm. that are, you know, allowing them to live a comfortable lifestyle, but yet they're not happy. So what I always suggest is take a look at your values, your visions, and your passions. And for any business that, or anyone who wants to start a business, this is where you should start because somewhere where your values, your visions, and your passions align, and they do, they will always, if you make a list of all three, somewhere that they will mirror each other. And that's where your purpose lies. And as you start to discover your purpose, then you can define who those people are that you're being called to work with those people that you're being called to help those people that are, you know, 10 steps, two years, five years behind you, that every experience you've had on your journey can now allow you to help them serve them to become who they want to be. That's great. And, and so um, you said one, one of the things that people struggle with is, is kind of the, uh, their, their personal brand. Um, they may not even understand the concept of, of why that's even important. So can you start there and just what, why is a personal brand important? Absolutely. So your personal brand is what other people think, say, and feel about you. So your branding is not your logo. It's not your color palette, your fonts, it, your topography. What your branding is, is how you communicate what differentiates you, how you control that perception that other people have of you. And that is how you begin to build relationships with that, which then lead to trust. And we know that trust determines buying practices. So your personal brand should be the foundation for everything you do in your business so that you can really make sure that you are controlling that perception of what other people think, say, and feel about you so that they will trust you and then buy from you. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's great stuff. Cause a lot of people, they think that's oh, my logo. It's my brand, you know, that's, that's me. And, and, yeah. uh, it's, it's much more, especially nowadays, I think with, with just the social marketing, the, and, and you want to do business with people that, that you know, and you trust and that, um, uh, kind of reflect your, your values. And so all that needs to be incorporated into your brand. 100%. Yeah. And it starts with your values. I mean, I used that equation earlier uh-huh. and it really does. If you are not aligned with your values, number one, you're not going to rep your, represent yourself genuinely and authentically. Number two, people aren't going to trust you because if you're just trying to be what you're seeing other people be online and you're not aligned with your values, you're going to be confused and you're going to create confusion. The more aligned you are with your values, the more confidence you're going to have and the more you're going to be able to represent yourself the way you want people to see you so that they do want a relationship with you. They want a connection with you emotionally and then begin to trust you. 
Now, one of the things you mentioned earlier, you talked a little bit about uh, mindset and that the people um, tend to have these barriers around their mindset. I mean, what are some of the common things that, that you've seen with people? Uh, what are those barriers and, and how can they overcome them? So a lot of times it starts with that fear, right? The, an imposter syndrome thinking, mm-hmm. well, I see all these people online and, and they've already done this. They're already doing this. They're already successful. They already have all these followers. So who's going to hire me? So it's really navigating that. What are your, what are the, or what is the value that you can provide? What can you bring to the world that only you can bring to the world? Because only you have experienced life the way you've experienced it. And it doesn't matter if you are a business coach, if you are a health and fitness coach, it, it, it doesn't matter what type of business you're building, whether you're a photographer or whatever, you have something inside of you that other people need that no one else is going to connect with them the way you can connect with them. And so it's navigating those, those thoughts to believe that number one, you're worthy. A lot of it's money mindset and that you're not worthy to receive payment for what you're doing. Um, and navigating, you know, a lot of times, especially with Christian entrepreneurs, it's that, you know, money is the root of all evil. Well, that's not the case. What, what the reality is the love of money is the root of all evil. And we are worthy of being paid for the services we provide. We've got gifts to share. And so as we as we begin to believe these things about ourselves, our confidence will boost and we will take more effective action. What happens when we sit in that place of imposter syndrome or comparison, we fear sets in. And then when we, the more fear we have, then the more procrastination we have. And if you think about it, our thoughts create our results. So we have thoughts and beliefs about ourselves. Those trigger our emotions. And if we're sitting in a place of negative emotions, we're not going to take action. So we stay stuck. And so working with mindset is really navigating what are those thoughts and then catching the negative thoughts, challenging them. Are they real? Are they rational? And in my book, You, Me, and Anxiety, there's, I have a whole journaling method around this and it it can be very powerful when you start catching those negative thoughts, those fearful thoughts, those anxious thoughts, and then challenge them and change them. What happens is you begin to control those thoughts. So you take more intentional action and then your confidence grows. Wow. So, yeah. And, and so uh, belief, confidence um, and, and everything, a lot of people, like you said, uh, uh, they just they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe they can do it. They don't believe that they're worthy of having the success that they're, they're mm-hmm. looking for. And that, that really holds people back uh, quite a bit. Yeah, it does. So did you have a mentor that helped you or someone that really guided you and, and helped you along the way? Yeah. So I've had a couple, I, my, my very first business coach was Stephanie Gass. I don't know if you know who she is. Um, she's got a podcast. She's just an incredible human being. So I took a a mastermind, uh, course with her. And then from there I had, I am working with the coach that I have now, who is just incredible. Her name is Kim Trethen. And I, I've been with her a couple of years and I, I don't see me ever leaving her. Yeah. You know, it's like the coach's coach. And I believe that every single person needs someone to mentor them, to coach them, to guide them. And, and that's what I always say, you know, when I'm talking to people, if, if you're afraid of investing in someone to have 
on by your side and in your back pocket, don't hesitate because the reality is we don't know what we don't know. And a lot of my mindset blocks, you know, she helped me uncover. And even though I, I kind of knew they were there, I didn't realize how they were holding me back. So when you start allowing someone else to help you peel back the layers, it, the sky becomes the limit because you, your eyes are just opened. And when we, when we don't realize what we don't know, we don't, understand that we're not taking the right action simply because we didn't know that was the action we should take. And sometimes it's as simple as, you know, when I'm working with my clients, it's, we look at SEO on the back end of a website. I teach them how to blog. I teach them about email marketing. And there's so many little nuances that people don't know that could make their life so much easier if they just knew these little tidbits. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so important. And you, I mean, I think you hit the nail right on the head. You, you don't know what you don't know. And then there's so much out there that we don't know, especially if we're getting, just getting started uh, in mm-hmm. our entrepreneurship uh, career or and following our passion there. Um, and and so, so my wife and I did the same thing. We, we hired different business coaches. And a lot of people look at it as an expense. It's, it's, not, it's not cheap, and especially they're really good coaches. You know, they're, they're worth what they charge. Um, uh, that are out there, but it's helped immensely because it opened our eyes to a world that we didn't even know existed. And they're asked questions of things that we didn't even think of. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's this little question that then makes this light bulb go off that, oh my gosh, that's phenomenal. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking or feeling, but I didn't know, I didn't know how to put words to it. And you said something very important, Brian. It's not, it's not looking at it as, oh, this costs so much. It's looking at it as an investment for your future. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've often told people it's, you know, if you, if you don't think you have however much money just sitting around to do this, there are ways to get that money. If you're resourceful enough, you, you will do yourself the biggest favor ever by coming up with the money to invest in yourself and your business, because what you will do is save so much time and money in the long term that the ROI is, is inevitably there. Like your success is going to come so much faster if you have someone else alongside you. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because one of my mentor friends, he also has a mentor, right? And, and uh, I think he spent something on the, like six figures on this, on this, on this coach um, for a very short amount of time. I mean, the guy charged a lot of money for a short amount of time. So he spent, let's say a hundred thousand dollars roughly but he says that has turned into millions of dollars, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, down the road where that was just a huge, huge investment. And so he yeah. wouldn't have had that millions of dollars of revenue if he had not uh, spent that money on, on a coach. Um, yeah. And it's, it's huge. And it's a tax write-off, right? So we're in tax season. So, so it's That's a tax right. write-off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you you know, you, you help people with, with create that, that brand marketing strategy, strategy, you talked about uh, blogging, talk a little bit about that. Uh, what, where, where does that contribute uh, to someone's business and, and help get the, expose them to, to more revenue and better clients? Okay. So where do people go the first time they're trying to look for something? They go to Google, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the other place they may go is Pinterest. Print, Pinterest is actually a search engine that most people think it's a DIY site. So so much power, but 
all of these come together for, and we call it search engine optimization, right? So if your website is set up for search engine optimization, and this is where blogging is very, very key because you can establish SEO on every single blog post you put out there. So there are certain questions that you can ask that there are phrases, keywords, key phrases that you can put in a blog post that if someone's Googling those, then Google's going to send out their little, their spiders, you know, to, to scroll the web and they're going to find you and your name is going to come up. So the more value that you put on your website and the more frequently you put value on your website, the more likely Google is to find you and then share you with the world. And that's why it's so incredibly important to have a blog. I, I highly encourage anyone starting a business to have a blog. And you may think you don't have enough to say, but you do have enough to say. You just sometimes have to go inward and really get creative. But you, you only need about they say anywhere between 300 to 2,500 words. I always say, try to make it around a thousand words. That's going to provide Google with enough, enough content to help find you, but it's so important. And from there, you know, you can think of it. Oh, it takes me so much time to write a blog, but the great thing about writing a blog post is then you can repurpose that content. Now, like you, I have a podcast. So I make sure that when I do a podcast interview, that blog is SEO ready, it's, you know, really incredible. So it, it helps me and it helps my, my guest on my show be able to be found. And so when Google sees backlinks to other people's websites, your credibility grows. So there's so much science to having a blog, but then you have all this content to repurpose. So you don't have to dig deep for social media posts or a training you want to do. It's all there on your website. That's your, that's your house, your home for your business. And it should be used very wisely. So speaking of social media, do you have any like quick tips for people in their social media as they're getting started? Okay. Number one, be the face of your profile, like have a professional headshot or at a minimum, a really good, you know, iPhone photo um, for on the homepage and about page of your website, you want to have your face there. And you also want your face on your profile picture on all social media, social media. You want to make sure that you are cohesive across all your platforms from your website to your social media. And you want to make sure that you are also consistent with your messaging so that whatever you're saying you do on, on your website, that's what you're saying you do on your social media handles. Otherwise you create confusion. And I've seen it so many times where, you know, I'll look at someone's profile and I'm like, oh, they do this. But then I go to their website and it's like, wait a second, what do, what do they do? <laughs> or sometimes their bio on social media is very vague and confusing. And I can't for the life of me figure out what they do. Well, why am I going to follow that person? What value are they going to provide for me if they don't even have an explanation, explanation of what they do in their bio? So have a professional headshot, have a very... Um, comprehensive bio that makes sense. It tells something about you, something about how you serve, you know, basically the who, what, why, when, and where of what you do. Yeah. And those are a good advice. I, I, you know, I work with people too, and in business, I go to their profile and instead of a, a picture of them, it's a picture of their cat or a picture of their dog. I'm like, well, you know, this, yeah. this, this is, you know, and I always ask a question like, would, would you follow you? Would you do business with you if this was your profile? And that's usually the, the gut check or the, the litmus test for them to go in and, and update their profile. So I love, yeah. I love all those tips. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're running out of time, but I want to know, um, uh, is there anything else that you're passionate about uh, that, that we haven't discussed yet? So I would say um, I am a big advocate for mental health and I 
I recently published a book, You, Me, and Anxiety, and it is available anywhere you buy books. But um, I, I want to help shatter that stigma around mental health, mental mental health challenges, mental health disorders, and starting with anxiety. I've struggled with anxiety my entire life. And it's something that if we don't take action, just like working with mindset, if we don't take action, we're not going to be able to move forward. We're not going to be able to overcome. We're not going to be able to navigate. And so I'm very passionate about that. And I encourage um, anyone who is struggling with anxiety, has a child struggling with anxiety, a friend, relative, um, to pick pick up the book. I think it'll inspire you. It's, it's my story, but then a lot of, um, helpful tips. It's kind of like, um, that workbook that I wish I had when I was a teenager yeah. <laughs> or in my twenties. <laughs> awesome. Good, good. So how, how can our audience get to know you a little bit better or connect with you? Where can they go? So start with my website. Everything about me is on my website, therobingraham.com. It's Robin with a Y and Graham like the cracker. So the R-O-B-Y-N-G-R-A-H-A-M.com. And you can access everything about me from my coaching business to my book, my podcast, and all of my social media handles are there as well. But I'm very easy to find, Brian. I'm the Robin Graham everywhere. Awesome. So our guest today has been Robin Grant, the business mentor and mindset coach. And uh, I hope everybody enjoyed today's episode. And Robin, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. It was an honor. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business.